0: Students and delinquents have many things in common. One thing they have in common is making poor decisions. This post will examine some theories of how youth and delinquents make choices. In particular, we will look at two theories found in the field of criminology and apply them to the classroom these theories are. Routine activities, rational choice, routine activities. A theory on explaining poor decision-making is explained from the routine activities perspective. This theory states that it is normal behavior that contributes to criminal behavior for delinquents and perhaps bad behavior in the classroom. According to this theory, several criteria help to predict a youth's actions, and they are the quality of the target an easier target is more inviting than a difficult one, level of motivation if a youth is looking for trouble, they can generally find it, lack of supervision if there are no authority figures nearby, making a poor choice is easier. In the classroom, these dynamics interact frequently. Disruptive students will look for other students who are easy to sway to join them and or are easy to pick on which is an example of quality. In terms of motivation, most teachers would agree a child can find a way to get into trouble if this is what they desire. Lastly, supervision is one of the main components of difficult behavior in the classroom. Some kids are impulsive and the level of supervision makes no difference. However, many kids will wait for when they believe they can get away with what they want to do. Add The natural extension of routine activities perspective in terms of preventing poor behavior is to neutralize the three criteria listed above. For example, if a disruptive student cannot find quality targets it may help to eliminate poor behavior. One way teachers do this is by moving a difficult student to another part of the classroom or outside the class. When targets are gone behavior should hopefully be appropriate. Motivation is the second criterion and this can be neutralized through appropriate DCP line. For example, a behavioral approach would provide the appropriate reinforcement and punishment that will modify the behavior and or the motivation. When there is no longer a desire to act inappropriately because the stimulus is negative the poor actions of the youth may cease. The last criterion was supervision. It is difficult to always have eyes on students. However, it is often more beneficial for students to think that the teacher is watching them at all times. The technical term for this is with itness which is an awareness of what is happening in the classroom at all times. Developing this ability takes experience but a teacher can never get into the zone when teaching because the students will notice the absent-mindedness and move to make poor choices. Rational choice theory. Rational choice theory is another view on decision making. In this theory, delinquents decide to commit crimes based on opportunity and reward versus cost. These two criteria sound similar to the routine activities approach. However, rational choice theory takes into account that delinquents do not always plan their behavior carefully and that sometimes they are spontaneous in what they do. In other words, to assume completely random behavior and totally well-thought-out behavior from youth is unreasonable. Rather youth's actions are somewhere between the two extremes of impulsiveness and calculation. In the classroom, this has played out before. Disruptive students look for opportunities and may consider the risk-reward factor. However, just as rational choice states students will not consider all the consequences of their actions. Conclusion What these two theories have in common is opportunity. Movement is one way opportunity arises. For example, If the teacher moves to the other side of the room it will provide an opportunity for a student to cause problems. The same if a victim walks into the wrong part of town. As people move around it provides and removes opportunities for criminal behavior or poor behavior in the classroom. Of course, no single theory or several theories can explain everything about a phenomenon. The same idea applies in this context of trying to understand why youth and delinquents make poor choices.